0: We are still looking at the life and the ministry of Jesus And the aim of all of that is just one So that we can conform to his image and his likeness Hallelujah So that we can conform to his image and likeness Because he said, as he is, so are we on this earth Praise the Lord and we have been looking for at, at for some time now we've been looking at this powerful dimension of his nature which is power over nature hallelujah say with me power over, power over nature now say i have power over nature, power over nature. amen yes. did you believe what you said yes. praise the lord hallelujah. praise the lord Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And we have uh, looked at quite a number of, you know, the, the case studies. Uh, the one brought to us by our bishop, the one brought to us by the resident pastor. And today we are progressing. Hallelujah. And we are going to look at one very key exercise, demonstration that Jesus made of his power over nature. Glory to God glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, when the devil wants to bring his counterfeit, because he doesn't have an answer to the supernatural, though he tasted of it, but because he does not have an answer to the supernatural, so he can only fake it. Praise the Lord. And then use all manner of tricks, and that's what the magicians do. So one minute he's holding a, hand, a handkerchief, a piece of handkerchief, and the next minute you see a white bird flo- flying away. And the next moment you see he put somebody in the box, and he says he has cut the person into two, and yet the person comes out, you know, whole and all that. You know because the enemy always wants to fake the original now the fact that there is a fake or counterfeit is enough evidence that there's original true or false true or false can you have anything counterfeit without the original can you have counterfeit cds for example ghana cd notes is it possible to have counterfeit ghana cd notes how do you know it is counterfeit if you didn't have the original to compare with it are you getting the thing now? So you know, the fact that there is counterfeit is a proof that the original exists. Sadly, we live in a world today that people rather go chasing the counterfeit while the original is there waiting for them. They go chasing after the counterfeit. And the reason why the Lord has laid it on the heart of God's servant that we should spend this last quarter of this year. To look at the life and the ministry of Jesus, his person, his ministry, his character, his nature, and the power that he wields. is so that we would understand that there is nothing that can beat the original. Nothing can beat the original. The original is in a class of its own. Many years ago, there was this malt drink I used to like, and the advert, that was what, you know, one of the things that the advert talks about, they they had this advert then, and that is Maltina. You know, it was a very nice malt drink, very, very nice malt drink, and I used to like it. And they do the advert, and they say Maltina in a class of its own. And many years back, those of you that were drinking Coke, Coca-Cola, if you were drinking coke like I was drinking in my undergraduate years you know I schooled in an environment that was very harsh the weather was very harsh you know, to assume if it is cold it's very cold when it is hot it is super hot and so in between lectures we run to a large, a large kiosk and then you go the coca-cola was very cheap then just but you understand just, just under 40 kobo that time so once you, you know with one naira, you can drink like you know, three, four bottles of Coke, and you just go, and Alajibala just opens his deep freezer and brings the Coca-Cola, and you just stand there, and, you go, and then I, I, you know, I took the light, when I finished drinking the Coke, and then I would, you know, belge, and then I would say, Coca-Cola is it. Praise the Lord. Have you noticed that there is no cola drink that, that, that tastes like Coca-Cola? Have you noticed that? Have you, t- have you tried taking some other Coca-Cola drinks? I mean, Coca-Cola, it's Coca-Cola. Amen. And I know that for many years, for example, in India, they banned the consumption of Coca-Cola simply because the company refused to give them the formula for Coca-Cola. So for many years in India, it was Pepsi, Cola, and the rest that were, you know, allowed to, they banned it because they wouldn't get access to the formula. What am I saying here? The original is original. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't beat it. There is nothing else that can compare to the original. And God is the original. And that's where you are. That's whom you belong to and that's who you are. Don't leave who you are. Don't leave the substance and start chasing shadows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No matter what you see the magicians do, no matter what you see the fetish priests do, no matter what they conjure and whatever, 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 all, every, all of that one is fake. That was why the rod of Moses swallowed up the, rod, the rods of the magicians of, of, of Egypt, of Pharaoh, and it didn't even add weight. To tell you that there is nothing the fake can do you know, that can affect the original. You can't take from it, you can't add to it. So the rod of Moses swallowed up all the rods of the magicians and he didn't even add weight. <laughs> when he did this one, they said, ah, we too, we can do some. When he did some, We too, we can do some. And they called him say, power pass power. Praise the Lord. A man receives nothing except it is given unto him from above. So, God has given us power over nature. Because he has the power over nature. As a matter of fact, he is the power over nature. He is the power over nature. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, let's see, one of, let's see revisit that uh, anchor scripture for the month again. Isaiah chapter what? Hey, Murefi. Isaiah chapter what? Huh? Huh? Isaiah, what? I am unkind you. Forty-eight, verse what? Hallelujah, Isaiah forty-eight, verse twelve. What does it say? Agamaus, can you read it for us? Can you give him a mic, please? Is that Ivy? And I've told Sometimes, and i okay. Read, read it. Let me see how he puts it there. Hello, good evening. Yes, please. Good uh, evening to you too. Uh, Isaiah chapter 48, verse 12, mm-hmm. King James Version. Hearken mm-hmm. unto me, O mm-hmm. Jacob, mm-hmm. and Israel, my called, I am he, I am the first, I am also the last. Amen. Amen. Read verse 13. My hand also hath laid the foundation. My hand also had laid the foundation of the earth, yes. And my right hand. Span the heavens. And my right hand had spanned, spread wide the heavens. Yes. When I call unto them, when I call unto them, mm-hmm, they stand up together. They do what? Stand up together. They do what? Stand up. Why together? do they stand up together? Why? Because he made them good. They stand up together in response to his call and they cannot but respond to his call because he made them the creation can never resist the call of the creator and so that's why when we understand this thank you sir you may have your seat please when we understand this that he has given to us the power over nature He can only give what he has, true or false. Can you give what you don't have? Can you give what you don't have? Amen? Can I have a convincing answer? Can you give what you do not have? Perfecto, please, can I use your private jet? I want to go quickly to just dash to the Caribbean and come back. Why are you laughing? Praise the Lord. She will have it, but she doesn't have it now. What you don't have, you can never give. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So what he has, that's what he has given. And who he is, that's what he has made us. you have to understand this and let this sink deep into your spirit because that will determine how you can exercise this power that god has given to us friends i make bold to tell you that you are not at the mercy of the elements of this world because the one who made the heavens and the earth the one who by his own hands spanned the heavens, and who by himself made everything that exists, who in whom everything consists, and who dwells inside of you, is the one that says to you that you have power over nature. Yes, yes, Hallelujah. Friends, if we are going to benefit from what we are being given this last quarter, we need to see it as it is. We need to see it as it is. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so tonight we are looking at one case study of Jesus' power over nature. And we are looking at the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. So we are looking at the multiplication dimension of Jesus' power over nature. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your hallelujah be a living one. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's look at Matthew chapter 14. Matthew 14. We see that exercise. There was a place. He fed the 5,000. He fed the 4,000. As time would permit us, we're going to look at it. Because the same principle underlies all of it. Matthew 14. Matthew 14. Matthew 14. Glory to Jesus. From verse 14. And I want to read from the Amplified Bible. It says, when he went ashore and saw a great throng of people, Great throng of people simply means multitude of people. He had compassion, pity, and deep sympathy for them. And he cured their sick. He did what? He cured their sick. But he didn't stop there. He said, when evening came, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote and barren place. That's why I'm reading the Amplified. He said, this is a remote. Remote means it is removed from everywhere. Removed from civilization. It is an isolated place. If you like, it is a desert. A place that is deserted. It's not a place of normal human habitation. Are you getting the picture? They said to him, this is a remote and barren place. And the day is now over. Adia's son. Adia, son. Send the trunks away into the villages to buy food for themselves. <laughs> Send them away into the villages to buy food for themselves. And hear what Jesus said. Verse 16. Jesus said, They do not need to go away you give them something to eat i'm sure at this point the disciples would have like (laughs) what is this man saying (laughs) this man has he actually seen the number we are talking about here i'm sure the amount just dropped hey (laughs) boss what kind of temptation is this he said you give them to eat if they had something to give to them to eat would they have come to him to ask him to to, to send them away huh hello if they had what to give them to eat would they have gone to Jesus to ask him to send them away to go and get something for themselves Mm. hallelujah (laughs) And they said to him, we have nothing here except but five loaves and two fish. Five loaves two fish. He said, we have nothing here except five loaves and two fishes. Or two fish. And Jesus said, bring them to me. Oh, one sample you see, friends Your story, your history, your antecedents or whatever Does not matter to him When God wants to go to work in your life He doesn't need your history <laughs> He doesn't need the antecedents He doesn't need to know, you know what, 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 what you have or what you do not have And most times we are like that man by the pool of Bethesda. Will you be made whole? Hey, hey Master. <laughs> I've stayed there for 38 years. But you don't understand my story. I have nobody, oh, I have no one. I have no one. that, you know, the bishop was making, uh, you know, alluded to that song we used to sing in our SU days. We sing it with vim. With all the solemnness and solemn, with heavy tears dropping. I have no one who will take me down the river when the angels said the water. Oh, no. And then the bells will come. No one, no one, no. Hey! And you'll be singing. And you'll be, you know, crying. And you'll be, you'll be sobering. You have no one. After Jesus had come, no one. Praise the Lord. That's why I just don't sing anyhow. Because you see, sometimes some people get songs; they receive songs in a certain situation. They were in a certain situation and they received the song. It was good for that time. Somebody who finds himself in a similar situation can apply that. This one, that song. There are so many songs we sing. We think, you know, we think it is worship, it is praise, but it is neither. Praise the Lord. We have, what, we have what we call songs of the spirit and we have what we call the, the cry of the soul. And we have what, what, you know, there are so many things that can make you to bring it to render. that you begin to, you know, say certain things to God because of what you are passing through in that, at that very time. Amen. That's subject for another day. Glory to Jesus. So he said, bring them to me. Then he ordered the crowds to recline on the grass and he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven he gave thanks and blessed and broke the loaves and handed the pieces to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people verse 20 and they all ate how many ate how many of them ate they all ate and were satisfied and they picked up 12 small hand baskets full of the broken pieces left over and those who ate were about 5,000 men not including women and children not including here doesn't mean that the women and the children didn't eat that means those who were counted were the men and you know that where you have one woman you can count that you have at least if you don't have children at all you have at least four three praise the lord so if you add the women and the children you may be talking about you know, well over 10,000 well over 10,000 maybe about 15,000 people that were fed and satisfied with just five loaves and two fish praise the lord hallelujah Hallelujah. Look at Mark Mark chapter 6. I'll just speak some verses there. Mark 6, 34. Mark 6, verse 34. Mark chapter 6 and verse 34. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And Jesus, when he came out saw much people and was moved with compassion towards them because they were as sheep not having a shepherd and he began to teach them many things. And when the day was now fast spent, his disciples came unto him and said, this is a desert place and now the time is far past. Send them away that they may go into the country roundabout and into the villages and buy themselves bread For they have nothing to eat. He answered and said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they said unto him, Shall we go and buy 200 penny worth of of bread and give to them to eat? In other words, if we even buy, now let's bring the 200 penny to our day in Ghana. If we even go to buy 2,000 Ghana cities worth of bread, if we go to buy 2,000,000 Ghana cities worth of bread, it won't feed these people. That's what he's saying. Alright? And <laughs> and he said to them, How many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew, and they say, They say, Five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies upon the green grass. And they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fishes divided he among them all. And they did all eat. How many all eat? They did all eat and were filled. And they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments and of the fishes. And they, they that did eat, of the loaves were about five thousand men praise the lord amen. amen glory to jesus hallelujah, hallelujah. glory to god amen. Amen. amen glory to god hallelujah. mark chapter eight verse one In those days, the multitude being very great and having got nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him and said unto them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now been with me three days. How many days? days. And have nothing to eat. They have just been following him, sir. Three days. And if I send them away fasting to their own houses, they will faint by the way. For divers of them came from far. Hallelujah. And his disciples answered him from when answered him, From whence can a man satisfy this men with bread here in the wilderness? And he said to them, How many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven. And he commanded the people to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and gave thanks, and break and gave to his disciples, and set before them, and they did set before the people. And they, they did set them before the people. And they had a few small fishes. And he blessed and commanded to set them also before them. So they did eat and were filled. And they took up the broken meat that was left. Seven baskets. Hallelujah. And they that had eaten were about 4,000. And he sent them away. Amen. In the Matthew rendition, it t- tells us that 4,000 excluding men and women and children, women and children praise the lord now let's look at the whole thing here now this was a situation that jesus had been going around you know about his ministry and everywhere he went he commanded a multitude of following and they followed him why because they got something from him he had something that they wanted he had something that they needed he had something how can you follow a man for 3 days not eating not drinking if the man is talking nonsense will you do that will you do that praise the lord it's only in africa that political politicians command follow even when they talk rubbish only in africa praise the lord and i'm looking forward to the day that 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 scenario will change You know very well what you are saying is not true yet you are saying it when you are caught you say it's campaign talk praise the lord hallelujah Hallelujah. if jesus didn't have anything of what remember in john chapter six you know and when, when, when Jesus gave them those hard sayings about Himself, He said, He is the bread of life. And if anyone ate of Him, He had life. Anyone that would, didn't eat of Him didn't have life. And they said, Hey, this is a hard saying. Who can bear it? And then they said, Many of the multitudes that followed Him departed. They left Him. And then He turned to His disciples and said, Will you also go away? Will you not also go away? They said, Where shall we go? For you have the words of eternal life. So something unique something powerful something out of the ordinary obviously kept these people glued to this man and they had been with him everywhere he went even when he tried to dodge them even when he tried to just go somewhere by himself as soon as they heard about him they you know they followed him and they had been with him three days having not you know nothing to eat for all these three days, fasting, following, and just listening to him. And he was reaching out to them, teaching them, and ministering to them. And then this third day came. The day was even fast spent. And the Bible says, he looked at the people and he had compassion upon them. Compassion. Compassion. You want to enjoy the power of multiplication? your heart must be a heart of flesh. Are you getting me, somebody? You want to see the power of multiplication work in your life? And then you don't love people? You cannot empathize with them? You cannot feel their pain? You cannot reach out to them? and all you think about is yourself Jesus had compassion on the people and he said I cannot bear to send these people away they may go and die on the way and that will be counterproductive then people will have something to say he has taken the people to the winter and she has gone to kill them and they have brought them my husband often talks about something he said there's something they call huh he said, there's the kind of blood they give you. You won't die there so that they won't say it's the person that killed you. Or or us blown now. Now fear say, one Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus had compassion. And let's notice something here. Now, somebody had something little that he actually prepared for himself. Something little. from the three days now kakra. Now fish. then he keeps the rest. Praise the Lord. And by this day he had five loaves left and two fishes. It was somebody's own. Now imagine that the person who owned this was not ready to part with it. There's no camera today, so I can I can be free. <laughs> I, I don't like being confined. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In communication, we are taught, you see, when you are communicating with people, you communicate with them, Ido the Ido, Fuska, the Because there are things I see talking to you. I can read from your body language, from your face, from your expressions, that you may not say with your mouth. And you tell me a lot. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So somebody had something he was willing to give, willing to share. I'm sure, you know, giving it away, looking at the multitude, we wonder, "Eh, will I even get some to eat? Now the situation looked so impossible. It looked as if there were no solution anywhere. but that little ray of light was more than enough to spring forth a great miracle it was more than enough more than enough more than enough you are crying and weeping that god has not brought your husband or your wife to you you are crying and you're weeping it's a woman that we put them all you are crying because they tell you the clock of your life is ticking but if you can stand and look at yourself in the mirror, as the bishop will always say, if he made you a woman, then there is a man for you. So long as you wake up every morning, you stand in front of the mirror and your sex has not changed. Some you know, sex change has not taken place. The man is coming. Prepare to meet him. Position yourself to meet him. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't have a child? Even the one that didn't have a womb gave birth. What makes you think you can't have a child? When he caused Sarah to give birth, we were not told that he made her sem- menses to resume. Abby, did you, did you did they write it there? It doesn't need the menstrual cycle to give her make her pregnant. After all, Mary got pregnant without a man. Wow. <laughs> You know, friends, you see, when you sit down and, and you are able to look at scripture and compute scripture like this, you know, it jacks your faith up. It doesn't allow you to go down. So when the devil is trying to weigh you down by pointing and magnifying your situation before you, put the devil aside and sit down with his word and see if he did this one, to this, if he did this one, my own case has not reached that one now. Ahabba. Yay! Ah, By error, I've put my phone off. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay, so now let's look at this. There was this situation. It looked impossible. Somebody provided what he had. And then look at what happened here. The secret of multiplication is what Jesus showed to us. They brought what was available to him. And the Bible said, he had already looked at the multitude, so he didn't need to go look at them again. There's a way that when you keep looking at your situation, your situation can intimidate you. That was what happened to Peter. He walked on the water. And the moment he looked down, and he he said, Hey, am I actually standing on water? began to intimidate him and then he began to sink when you focus on your situation it will intimidate you and what it does that once that your situation succeeds in intimidating you what it does is that it shrinks the size of your God before you David did not look at the size of Goliath he saw the size of his God and he saw that even though Goliath was a giant he saw that God, who is, the Bible says, his, his throne is in the heavens there and the earth is his footstool. Goliath doesn't reach him by height anywhere. If they were to measure the height of Goliath, you know, he was still standing on the earth. If they were to measure the height of Goliath with that of God. The, he, he, Goliath may be somewhere just around here at the foot of God. You not even reach. So David looked at that one. He didn't look at Goliath. Saul and the armies they saw the Goliath. They saw the giant. But David did not see the giant. He saw his God. Who was greater than the giant. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Ask the person sitting next to you for me. What are you looking at? I have a very big God, oh. He's always by my side, a very big God, oh, by my side, by my side. Always by my side, a very big God, oh, by my side, by my side. I have a very big God, oh, he is always by my side, Ah. a very big God, oh, by my side, by my side. Don't see the bigness of your problems. See the bigness of your God. And your problem will peel into nothingness in the face of the greatness of your God. That was what Jesus did. Jesus didn't see. He didn't look at the mortal. He had already seen them. He had already taken in the situation. So he knew now with us getting the solution to it, he didn't need to focus on the problem again. And so the Bible said he took what was available and he looked up to heaven. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where comes my help for my help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. He lifted up his eyes and the Bible said and he praised God and thanked him. He praised and he gave thanks. That harsh condition that you are suffering now, that you are in now, that contrary and adverse situation you find yourself in now, what are you doing in there? What are you doing? If there is any time for you to praise and to give him thanks, that is the time. This is the time. You want to see the situation turn around before you give him thanks? No, God says, "Give me thanks for we that believe in him." He said, "We do we call those things that be not as though they were." You are so down, so broken, and so far away from God because you cannot even garner up enough strength on the inside, enough courage to stand before God and even praise him. You see the situation and it has so overwhelmed you and you cannot even give him thanks. If only you know that when you give him thanks, then the power of change will go to work on your behalf. You better start giving him thanks now. Come on, I give you two seconds. Just give the Lord thanks right now for that situation that you are in yes 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 that bill that you have to pay and you don't have the means to pay it right now give him thanks because because he he is working it out for you give him thanks you don't know where the next meal is coming from give him thanks right now that you are still alive and he gave you the last one your rent is due your school fees is due whatever it is What needs do you have in your life? You need money to put into your business? Is somebody hanging around your neck? Give him thanks. And Jesus gave thanks. He gave thanks. He gave thanks. And look at what happened. Look at what happened. When Jesus gave thanks... the next thing he did was to give the thing back to the disciples. He took it from them. And he lifted it to the father and gave thanks. And then he gave it back to them. And then this is what he said. He said, take and give to the people. And then they began to distribute. Let me ask you a question. Where did the multiplication take place? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because, you see, they gave him five loaves and two fishes. That was what he gave back to them. And then he said, make the people to sit down. So in your time of adversity, it's not the time for you to be confused and be disorderly. It's the time for you to settle down. Because in your confusion, you can never see the way out. In your agitated state, you can never see the way out. Hallelujah. He asked the people, he said, make them to sit down in groups. Let them sit down. And the Bible, I like the way the Bible puts it. He said they sat down on the green grass. Does that remind you of something? He makes me to do what? (laughs) In green pastures glory to God alright so there must be other settle down don't be confused refuse to be confused don't be agitated if anything around you is going to disturb your inner balance please just move away and look for some quiet place and be alone with him he said be still and know that I am God you don't see God in your rowdiness you see him in your moment of stillness. Hallelujah. He made them to sit down. And so, as the, as the disciples were giving out, then it was multiplying. As they were giving out, it was multiplying. Suddenly, the five loaves and the two fishes were not finishing. Until everybody had enough. They didn't just have, just, uh, just take a piece, manage this Why? It was not managed. It was eat to satisfaction. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right, yeah. Nero we say, you know, eat to satisfaction. As they were giving them, it was multiplying. They were giving it was multiplying. They were giving it was multiplying. And the people who also had, as they were eating, it was satisfying them. so, so i'm thinking that the multiplication even took place at two levels you see as they were given because probably the disciples may still have that human mind interference that will say I didn't kit- kit- know, I'm just give them small small you know as they were doing kit- 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 no i didn't know ensada. it's not finishing so you that also have your kitty kitty as you are eating the thing is not finishing until you are satisfied huh oh, yeah. remember the issue with the woman the prophet's wife pouring the oil the flow did not cease until there was no more vessel if you saw where they kept on eating and when each one now did before the multiplication stopped and even that at that it still had pieces left and the bible said five thousand men five thousand men Aside women and children, 4,000 men, aside women and children, ate from 5 loaves and 7 loaves respectively, and they were filled and satisfied. And in the case of the 5,000, they picked up 12 baskets, you know, full of pieces of fragments. And now this is it. If you want to keep enjoying the power of multiplication at work in your life, one thing you must avoid like the plague is waste. What did I say? Waste. Avoid it like the plague. In John chapter 6 verse 6, he said, he himself knows what to do. In one of the uh, you know, editions, he said, gather in that same John chapter 6, when he said, gather the fragments, let nothing be lost. Do you know what a fragment is? Can you give me an idea of a fragment what is a fragment yes sir a piece of something it's a tiny wee piece of something very tiny it's a fragment <laughs> it's a piece of piece. it's something that if it is down there you may not even see it a fragment if you want to understand fragments watch the ants when they see food in they can you see them carry one once one small fragment like that master line they gather all those fragments they end up with a heap and in winter they are not afraid of what to eat they have enough praise the lord he said gather the fragments let nothing be lost let me give you something practical that happened to us when we were in the city of benin in nigeria you know (laughs) in fact whether benin or Abuja or joso as for It was overflow. Every blessed day, somebody comes and brings this and brings that. And so everything, there was food all over the place. And then, you know, we were there, then another family was living with us. Then uh, Pastor Jones was in Nigeria. You know, the family was with us. And, you know, we had two fridges and a deep freezer. And so when we would come back from the, from the office, I would have to tell them, okay, so if we cook, I'd, I prefer that you cook and it is excess than that you cook and it's not enough. When it comes to food, everybody must have his fill. And then we gave the security men food and you cannot come and tell me that the food you cooked was not enough so the one that left was left over yesterday is what you are going to give to the security man you eat the leftover one everywhere we went that was what we did the blessings of that one i'll tell you another day not today all right now they will cook and then instead of putting the food in the fridge in the fridge if there's anything left over, maybe storing it up you know they left it to go waste go back and then it will end up so i noticed that food was going to the dustbin and going to the dustbin and going to the dustbin and you know that thing it doesn't go well with my system i don't i can't stand the waste i don't like it and i kept on saying i said if we don't stop wasting food the supply will will cease because that was the warning the holy spirit gave to me and i pass it on to my family and i'm telling you it had to happen practical for them to understand. Suddenly there was dryness. Supply ceased. Now we were using our own money to go and buy food, which was not happened before. So your pastor will tell you is a morning devotion matter. So we had a morning devotion, put it before the family. This is what is happening, this is what's happening, and this is what is the cause of it, and we must repent. And when we did, that was the end of it. The flow began again. So you must avoid waste. Tell your, your friend for me, avoid waste. avoid waste. Don't waste anything. You see, because that little fragment, somebody needs it. Praise the Lord. Now, so let's take note of a few things as I bring my, my, my teaching to a close. Now, somebody had something to give and he gave. You cannot enjoy multiplication if you withhold what you have. Your multiplication comes as you give out that which you have. The world says one plus one is two. Add two, makes four. But God's principle of abundance says, it says there is him that scattereth." And yet, he does what? Becomes, increase, increases. He becomes rich. He becomes fat. He's scattering. He said, but there's a the one that withholds more than his meat. And it end, he ends up in penury. So God says, give what you have. And then you will enjoy what you have will never cease. So long as you are ready to give it out. For last week Sunday, when we closed from church and I got back home, I was trying to communicate with my mother and I called my sisters, called my called all the people I needed to call my nieces. I wasn't getting them. I wasn't getting my mom. And usually, that wouldn't worry me. But this time around, there was a kind of Uh, an unsettlement within me so i knew something was wrong and finally we got to know what was wrong and i got to know that saturday night my mother coming out of the bathroom fell and fractured her hip we are talking about an 87 year old woman and she fractured her hip and this woman who would not like to be a burden on anybody Told the people in the house they shouldn't call my elder sister, who is also married but lives in the same city. They shouldn't call her because she had just returned from a trip and she's tired. And so she laid where she fell, because they couldn't move her. And they, were, they didn't. Wasn't, she was there till Sunday morning. The Sunday morning, you know, our son now takes her car, the one that drives her car, goes to the house to pick her to church, only to find her on the floor. And they couldn't take her to church. to the hospital. They took her to the hospital. They were there the whole day Sunday. And then the doctor said they had to do surgery. So Monday they went back. They were sent back home until Tuesday. So she was there in pains like that. And then until Tuesday she was on admission. And to the glory of God yesterday the surgery was done. And after the surgery when I called to try to talk to her. When i heard the way my mother was groaning in pain i couldn't take it so i left handed the phone over to the bishop and i left and later for us to call i only had to pray and intercede that god will intervene and god has indeed intervened Amen. now the reason i'm telling you this story is this in the midst of this i so mommy Christina now sends a message the woman who used to be her pa when she was in abuja now you know send her message that she's in dire need of help she needs someone even if it is ten thousand naira she needs something otherwise she just doesn't know what she was going to do and of course with this situation everybody has gathered his little and pushed over for them to take care of you know the old lady and so christy puts on our platform so and so person is in need what do we do and then she asked her elder sister can we take some money out of mama's care money even though we've not known the bill for the surgery yet can we do you think we can manage to send you know this woman maybe 10 she's a widow 10 or 15 or twenty thousand. and then she puts on on the platform and then uh, you know what do you think asking me what do i think you know what my response was i said the most Macedonian church in their time of need, out of their want, they gave. So yes, we need every couple we can gather to make sure that this woman gets well. We don't even know how much bill we are paying yet. But even if you ask mama at this point in time, mama will tell you, help that woman. So, I said, Okay so if we can manage 15 let's send her 15 or whatever eventually my sister sent something to her praise the lord why am I saying this the fact that you are in need is not an excuse for you to hold what you have if you withhold what you have you will never get out of the need and let me tell you something something that I told my son over and over again when he began his professional career, I told him, You see, you see what they call needs? Needs will never, never finish. As long as we are on this earth, what they call needs, it will never cease. So if you are waiting for the day that one day you wake up and there will be no need again in your life, glory, hallelujah. It's a lie. It means that time you have crossed over. Now we are. Now what you say what that so already? What cross? What are saying?" praise the lord amen so what do we do needs will never cease what do you do you only need to increase your capacity to meet the need and one sure way to increase your capacity to meet the need is to release what you have so that the multiplying effect of god the power of god will come upon that your little and you will never go hungry You will never lack. Needs will never cease. Gilda, as you are like this, when you go to your village, they don't care, they don't know whether you, she's young, they don't care that one. As long as they are concerned, when you have come from Accra, you have come with the whole money that is in the world. So they come around flocking. Auntie, sister, Auntie, sister, and all the the names they call you, they, they come to collect. So if you are there, be mourning that one mukra, and I and I day. No, forget them. Let them come. The more they come, the more you increase. So increase your capacity to meet needs. Don't try to do away with the needs. It is an exercise in futility. Glory to God. So take note somebody had something that was meant for himself, and he was willing to give it out. Now, at the end of the day, the remnants that were gathered, who do you think will be given to? Ah! Who do you think it will go to? Wanka. What will you do? You definitely give it to the person who, 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 who released his own. So, you must be one who releases. Don't withhold. Release what you have. Release what you have. It was Bishop Abiyo that said, when what you have is not enough, Put it in the hands of the God of enough. And he will give you more than enough. Release it. Release it. Number two. Let gratitude and thanksgiving be your lifestyle. Don't allow any adverse situation to make you to, to become a, 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 a murmurer and a complainer and you know, one who doesn't see anything good. Go and ask the Israelites what happened to those that murmured and complained because of remembering and complaining, in one day, 23,000. One thing God hates is that. Praise the Lord. Let gratitude and thanksgiving be your attitude. And you will always see the power of multipl- multiplication working in your life. Number three. Refuse to be confused. Don't be agitated. Don't allow the situation to intimidate you. Settle down and look unto your God. Settle down and look unto your God. Settle down and look unto your God. Be still and know that I am God. It is in your moment of stillness that you see the awesomeness of his power. God does not move because of your agitation and your confusion. God moves at the right time. He needs to move. He's never late. He's never late. Before the situation will swallow you, he shows up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will never let you fall. He won't let you fall. Some of you remember that song we used to sing in the choir and look at that. He won't let you fall. He won't let you fall. He won't let you fall. God will do it again and again and again and again. You don't need to know how. You don't need to know when. Praise the Lord. Rest in his faithfulness. Trust in him. He will not let you, for God has got your back. Hallelujah. Jesus exercised power over nature. He was able to make little become much. But look at how he did it. He was calm and at peace. He was focused. He knew whom his source is. And he did not take his eyes off his source. I ask you again, what are you looking at? Where is your focus? Where is your focus? Are you looking at the problem? Or you are looking at your God? If you focus on your problem, it will diminish the size of your God before your eyes. Because your problem cannot diminish God. But before your eyes, your problem, your God becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and then that is when you begin to seek alternatives. And you begin to go where he he did not send you. But if you can focus on him, all of your problems will get lost in him. Praise the Lord. As I close, let me tell the testimony of this man. There's this book, Angels on Assignment. How many of us have read it? Angels on assignment. Praise the Lord. It is the experience of one Roland Buck, And he said he had visitations, you know, from angels. And Angel Gabriel used to visit him and all that. And one of the visits, he said he had this tapestry, you know, a picture on his wall. And then he asked him to stand before the picture. And then it was like, he used a, a pin, you know, to prick the picture and there was a, a pinhole so you have a pinhole and then he told him he said focus on the hole and so as he tried to look into the, the pinhole what happened the entire picture blurred before him and then he said, so now take your focus off the the hole and look at the entire the picture and when he looked at the picture he couldn't find the hole so he said what human beings do what most believers do is that. He said, All of this picture represents what God has done in your life, in the lives of believers. And that tiny hole is what we say He has not done. And instead of looking at all these great and mighty things that He has done in our life, we focus on that tiny hole and we lose sight of all the things that God has done. And then we slip into a life of ingratitude, murmuring and complaining, and we lose out. Tonight, I urge you, take your eyes off that problem. Look unto your God. He's bigger than all. He's bigger than everything. And he's in you. And what he is, he has made you. For I have said that ye are God's, every one of you, to whom the word of the Lord has come. Ye are God's. You are God. Rise on your feet with me. You are God. You are God. There is nothing that can limit you. No limitation in your life. If you are seeing any limitation, you are the one that put it there. But if you can change your focus tonight, then you will see right. If you can change your focus tonight, then you will see right. I want you to begin to see who you are. Begin to appreciate as yourself afresh. See yourself through His eyes. See who He has made you. See the awesomeness of your God. He said, "My hands laid the foundation of the earth, and my hands spanned the heavens. When I called them, they stand." get that in response to my call they cannot resist my call because I made them and there is nothing that God has made has been given the power to subdue you let us make man in our own image after our own likeness and let them have dominion over everything created over everything that creeps upon the earth. let them have dominion Friends, you have been given the dominion power already. Say, Holy Spirit, correct my sight tonight. Holy Spirit, correct my sight tonight. Correct my sight, oh Lord. Wash my eyes with sob. Let me see correctly. Let me have the true picture. of who I am in you O oh God. Baarado shamana daisha. konya koliya kada. Yakuya kada ba hadiah ko hadiah. Yakwa dele ba ko shakaya baha. Le antoro bada sunne abalia. santa yama. what is that aspect of your life that you need the power of multiplication to come to bear today I want you to look at it and begin to call it forth. what is that thing that is finishing in your hands I want you to begin to address for my people shall not be put to shame says the Lord My people shall not be put to shame, says the Lord. You were not created for shame and reproach. You were created for glory and honor. What is that thing that is staring you in the face? That is making a mockery of your Christianity? What is that thing that is about to finish? What is that thing that is not enough? Today, put it in the hands of the God of enough. And you shall receive more than enough. Is your health failing? Receive abundance of help. Is your finances failing? Is it dwindling? Finances is in abundance for you tonight. Just praise him for that situation Just praise him for that situation Just praise him concerning that situation Give him glory Give him thanks Give him glory Give him thanks That situation is telling to you for a testimony In the mighty name of Jesus Oh, In the mighty name of Jesus You will hear him He will speak to you You see something When I spoke to my sister And I was hearing my mother groaning In pain and crying And my mother if you know her She's one woman who can endure pain But this time this is a woman Crying and groaning And I heard her crying and groaning And my heart was broken And I, and I began to cry and I went know to my bedroom and i began to cry and i said lord please take the pain from that woman's body and put it on me if you like but just take the pain away from this woman's body hallelujah and you know in that moment when i cried and then i said holy spirit do something and then i heard the still small voice it shall turn to you for a testimony it shall turn to you for a testimony and i began to speak in tongues and i began to praise his name because once he has spoken that settles it the lord is speaking to you tonight concerning that situation and i say to you that situation shall turn to you for a testimony in the mighty name of jesus that school fees will be paid that house rent will be paid in the mighty name of jesus that debt will be paid in the mighty name of jesus to me, you are far away from shame and reproach. You were not called out to shame and reproach, you were called out to glory and virtue in the name of Jesus. You will see the hand of God, you will see the hand of God, you will see the hand of God, and it shall end in glory. It shall end in glory. Say, It shall end in glory. Shout it, it shall end in glory. Shout it, it shall end in glory my story shall end in glory in the name of jesus the adverse situation in my life it is a testimony in the making i step into it tonight in the name of jesus i know no dryness i know no emptiness i am full at all times satisfied from the table of the lord thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah give the lord a shout of praise